You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, we are discussing deadline day, all the crazy transfers uh, that happened over the last few hours. Uh, we're talking about the, the craziness of the Premier League. Everton at the top, as we all predicted. Uh, nothing to see here. Keep it moving. Uh, and we talk about some of the U.S. men's national team players uh, that are thriving out in Europe. Plus, we also talk to Heems, rapper, soccer fan. We talk about some of the comparisons between the rap game, the soccer game, and how he even got to soccer that and more today on The Cooligans. What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copa 90. You might not know who I am, but you've got nothing better to do. So watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link, do something. That'll do. That'll perfect. Do. All right, you sound a little bit like Buster Rhymes on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, transfer deadline day, breaking news. I'm transferring Christian for nutmeg. It's all right. <laughs> okay, it's, Fabrizio Romano is on it. He's on the case. He has confirmed it all. That's right. We're gonna put nutmeg in the Gunnosaurus suit. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get so goddamn cute. You know what? I, that's the thing. Dogs need a job. They need a purpose. All right, uh, it's gonna work you know, out. They're just sitting around looking themselves, <laughs> bro. My mom told uh, me not to do that. <laughs> well, what's up, everybody? Welcome uh, to the show. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, yeah, and I'm Alexis Guerreros. Okay, all right, really, Alexis, really with the throwback. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You reminded me of Buster Rhymes. No, that uh, threw me all the way to West Coast. West Coast doing everything. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever witnessed. That's right. It's also the gulliest. That's right. Okay. Sprat. Speaking uh, of throwbacks. <laughs> uh, and yes, uh, it, it's been a crazy. Uh, it's cr- it's been a crazy weekend in soccer. It's been a crazy weekend uh, in our personal lives. It's been a. It's been a crazy weekend in DC. Not simply be- because of the L's that DC United has taken, uh, yeah. uh, but. Seems the, like the, the L's are contagious. <laughs> the, L's, <laughs> the L's are infectious out there, yeah. bro. You got to be careful. You gotta Super be. spreading out there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, yeah, not to get uh, too political. But okay, yeah. we're talking DC United. I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> okay, uh, we're just trying to wish thoughts and prayers to DC United. Yeah. That's all you know we're doing. What I'm saying? anyway the uh yeah so obviously uh, a lot happened in mls a lot happened in uh uh you know uh, not only uh, i i got to i I went to a comedy show yeah that's right and i was there you were there i went to there was a a, an outdoor comedy show which is uh starting they're they're starting to pop up uh Uh uh, you know the last couple months this one's actually run by christina hutchinson and this woman called D Guerreros. <laughs> this woman called. Yeah, that is her full name. This woman yeah. called D Guerreros. You put, uh, put some respect on it. Say the whole title. <laughs> so, of course, I'm there showing support. That's my boo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was there for the first one. Now I'm just helping support what you need. Is anybody getting out of line? Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, is security. that turtle in the audience? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> A lot of stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, and the, the show, is it 
How's it pronounced? New New York? Is yeah, it's it just is? New New York. Uh, okay. N-U-N-Y, basically. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, her and Christina Hutchinson, who you guys might know from Guys We <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, did you ble- I was like, did Fubo do that? <laughs> Damn, that's quick. They got an Alexis <laughs> button already? <laughs> guys We Boop podcast. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're good friends, and she wanted to put on a show, and Dee was like, yo, I know a spot. It's in conjunction with a cafe nearby. Maybe they got permits or they don't, but whatever it happens on the street, maybe Alexis was a little influential there. And I'm like, what do you mean government? You know, we do what we want. It's the new New York. Yeah. The, uh, the, the head of the government got the Rona. We're going to yeah. just keep it moving. Yeah, we could. Regulations. Dude. Do whatever you want. So, uh, yo, like I go there and oh, my God, I see Christian. But I didn't yeah. know it was you at first. Because I'm like, Christian didn't have no baby. <laughs> What's this stroller hey, look, he look, pushing? I, I and got then a I was lot of like, secrets. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he have his dog in a stroller right now? Yes. On the streets of New York? <laughs> just like she's like, shit sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I'm just it's just like you got to go. The, the, the dog in the stroller is the new, you know, uh, you know, wearing um, dudes wearing pink. You know what I mean? You just got to go confidently. If anybody say any, it says anything that that's on you. That's, that's a, on you, fam. It, that's your toxic. That's your toxic masculinity really at play right now. Okay. Yeah. In fact, if anything, you're putting a vibe on my dog <laughs> that I'm not setting <laughs> in this beautiful canopy I've secured for him. <laughs> yeah. So we brought. So we went to the comedy shop, but we have the dog. So we the dog obviously has to sleep. Nutmeg has to sleep all the time. Uh. So we figured. All right, we'll bring the stroller, which is it's her, it's her, my girlfriend's sister stroller. That and just to confirm, her- you're not even remotely embarrassed about this, right? Just not even slightly. Wait, we have to if we had to get out of the house somehow. <laughs> the stroller was one of the conditions. You got to do what you got to do to survive. Okay, so the answer is no. All right. Wow. <laughs> it is what it is, bro. This the, the, 2020 has changed my uh, perception of pretty much everything. You know, so. then I had a show after that. My sister came to that one and we took a photo and I was like, how great would it be if there was a stroller nearby that you could hop in? <laughs> I could have my sister peeking out of a stroller and be like, look what happened. And she was like, I ain't getting no damn stroller. And I'm like, it'll be funny. And it, she, worked, she wasn't uh, into it. it worked out. He wasn't too disruptive. Uh uh, but yeah, we had him in the stroller. Look, he was a hit. How many people came up to Nutmeg like, hey, oh well, my God, yeah. he's so cute. I'm losing yeah. their minds. Uh, look, so. look, I in no way, shape, or form would I ever suggest that this dog is not an attention grabber. You know what I mean? <laughs> Enough so that you may not have been a little embarrassed. I was a little jealous, to be completely honest with you. I'm like, they could push me around in a stroller. Seems nice. I can have chips all around me. You know? Yeah, it was, uh, look, this is this is my new this is my new life, Alexis. I'm I a, brought I'm my a- scooter, and no one cared about the scooter. <laughs> He's got a dog in a damn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we should. I feel like we should both. We both have reasons to be a little bit embarrassed. All embarrassed? Right? I've got a New York City cheat code. I go to the front <laughs> of every red light. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so yeah, so nutmeg, uh, nutmeg was a hit, and uh, uh, yeah, so like, it, but it was his first comedy show, and he got to. Uh, it was your wife's comedy show, so uh, you know he 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 blessed. Yeah, New, New York. Uh, and with now it's going to be successful because of that. <laughs> okay, he went out. He put his paw. He went like this. He, gave a little <laughs> yeah, he took a little pee and he splashed it like holy water. <laughs> okay, I don't know where I know where he learned this. Uh, you know, he, this relig- all this religious stuff. But uh, hey. More power to It's him. very pa- papal, papal, papal like. I don't know the <laughs> term. Papal? Papal? <laughs> 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 uh, 
yeah. So uh, you look- people people have no clue that it's deadline day and it's just after deadline day because we're sitting <laughs> yeah. here talking about a pop. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about some of those uh, moves very quickly. Obviously, we the the top story was Nutmeg going to a comedy show and people top of the are, list. People are like Sky yes, Sports are on the ticker. They're like, thank you for getting to that because I couldn't have waited in the next segment for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we have we already we're taping this literally on deadline day. So uh, Thomas Partey to Arsenal. That's why we're, we're not confirmed. Seems to be working. Yeah, that they're, they're going to pay the the, the release clause. Yeah, uh, but it looks like and that, now they're chatting. Yeah, yeah, so having a little like conversation. Okay, about who's gonna uh, how you know exchanging a couple millions of dollars. Just a quick <laughs> yeah. little chat over text. Over yeah, some, yeah, it's, uh, millions of dollars. Just <laughs> yo, WhatsApp has a lot of features, bro. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> um, you know, does Venmo allow that much? I know. I you know. take Cash App. <laughs> <laughs> or what do they have out there? The uh, you have a qu- do you take the quit app? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so uh, M- uh, Mateo uh, Mateo right Guindosi yeah Mateo Guindosi is going uh, to Hertha Hertha Berlin uh, which I'm by sure. the way people don't know is I think is my my club in Germany I I think I might have picked it one day and I just haven't <laughs> followed up but hey how about hey, that, that. <laughs> stays in a family. Uh, yeah, uh, Chris Smalling staying in Roma. He obviously he was obviously on loan. Uh, uh, and yeah, the, I mean, uh, and then we'll we'll get to a bunch of other stuff. Obviously, but the Serginho Dest's first minutes for Barcelona, uh, a lot to look forward to when it comes to just deadline day talk and some U.S. men's national team players getting some shine out in Europe. Let's get to a couple things, uh, especially in the Prem, right? Because a lot of Everton, stuff happening. Everton, first place. Aston Villa, second place. Not this isn't a shock to anyone. Uh, Manchester United, sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> where they belong. Can Alexis. we just flip this? <laughs> what happened? Twenty twenty is absolutely insane, and it doesn't stop. Uh, Everton yeah. look like world beaters. Everton, they're playing with a. Uh, this was a surprise too. They that they, they they won their last match, even though they didn't have. Uh, Richardson got hurt during the game, yeah. and uh, uh, Allen uh, was was unavailable due to a groin injury. Yeah, but uh, Decore looks so good. Decore does look pretty good, uh, and and Hamas looking great as well. Uh, I mean, uh, find me a time Lu- when Hamas hasn't looked great. <laughs> okay, hey, gorgeous. He looks good man. on the pitch, off the pitch, in the I, shower. Okay, you know I mean? bro, in my, I'm, I'm in my dreams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all of a sudden I'm parched. Okay? Right? <laughs> Think about it. He moved his hips. They all did the uh, the Tofeteros dance. That's right. After Yerimina scored, right? Uh, look, you 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 love to see the 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 Colombian influence uh-huh. uh, being brought to these Evertonians. Okay, uh, everyone get a cafecito before we get out there. We're doing some dancing. Look, we're not I'm not used to watching these, you know, it was uh who, who was it that was dancing? It was obviously Mina, it was James, it was uh, Lu, Lu, uh Lucas Digne and uh, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So who, it's like who got moves? He got Digne, moves. Digne's hips need a little oil. I'm not going to lie to you. But okay, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's like, yo, Papa came prepared. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment all Dine, my life. Dine is, he's French, clearly. Look, yeah, this, this, this influx of all these Colombians might be a little jarring to him. Right? Uh, but Dominic Calvert-Lewin was just like, oh, all good. He's nah, like, baby. I've been, I've, going, <laughs> I've been going to Jamaica house parties since I was a kid. I'm prepared, Papa. <laughs> nah, super cool, man. I, look, I can't believe it either, man. I cannot believe Everton Football Club are sitting in first place and not even you know uh temporary for the for the week this is 
these are final results. They are yeah. in first place until the, the following, uh, the, after the two-week break. For, so for gonna, 10 days. For 10 days. Yo, we're chilling. <laughs> Everett's at the top. <laughs> Easy. Uh, our, wait, Arsenal, Arsenal in first, which is fourth, if you guys are keeping track. <laughs> we good. We home, baby. You first of the last Champions League spot. Fam, so that's, that's our spot. Don't even try to take it. <laughs> but the next match for Everton is against uh, Liverpool, who yeah. just lost. Seven to two, you fam. No, they didn't. Aston Villa. they didn't lose. They got destroyed. <laughs> Which I, means I either they're ripe for the picking because they're they're all discombobulated, or they're going to destroy Everton <laughs> in an effort be, to save face. Yeah, it's not going to be one one. It's going to be another seven two result. He gonna be making changes in the ninety second minute trying to get more goals. Klopp is like, <laughs> get in there. I need <laughs> I need to fix this. Uh, yeah, I I, I don't know what the 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 the, the or should we? I don't know. I'm not as concerned about Liverpool as I am probably for Manchester United, who lost six to two uh, against Tottenham. That was six to one. Six to six to one. I yeah, believe it was one. six to one. Yeah, six to one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which that was it hurts because I'm an Arsenal fan. I don't want to see Tottenham <laughs> succeed. I don't want to see them happy. You know what I mean? But yo, the. You hurt an enemy, hurt an enemy. So it was kind of yeah. cool. You I gotta, got to sit but back. you got to at this point, you got to sound the alarm for Manchester United. Uh, they are, and they did. They're buying everybody. <laughs> they bought Edison Cavani. They bought Tellez. They're trying to fix this with money. Are these Some, confirmed though? See, yeah, these again. They, they are, are as as we hear, they've been confirmed. Which it's not like the club has come out and said it, but everything is already uh, set in stone. There's photos Ooh. of Cavani already taking his promo pictures. So for the most part, the seems okay. confirmed. But somebody leaked this. Manchester United has spent over 800 million pounds. They're 800 million pounds in debt. 800 Ooh. million. That's almost a billion if I've done the <laughs> math correctly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I cannot believe uh, the, the it, it seems like the you know, the, we were I was watching um, uh, a clip from ESPN FC and um uh, and they were just talking about like Jaden Sancho and like how come it didn't work out and and whatever. But really, because he got is, cable, he yeah, yeah, see. yeah. He's <laughs> like, I try to join that, I got, bro. I got Peacock. I'm I can see this. All right? <laughs> I'm looking. Not fair. I gotta I be honest afford with you. this subscription service, and I'll I see what's going on. He's happily I'm, married, <laughs> very nice, relaxed home. All of a sudden, right? He starts to get an eye for this other lady. Starts looking at Instagram. He's like, oh, this. She oh. a mess. <laughs> Maybe I'm just better off at home. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It's like, you know what? I realize I can't be without you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I need you, baby girl. I'm sorry I sent those texts. <laughs> oh my really goodness. soon we're going to have Heems on the show. I'm wildly excited. Huge fan of Heems. Neighbor Jackets, great mixtape. So it's going to be dope. You excited, Christian? I'm quite excited. Well, you That's should exciting. be. Okay. <laughs> you know, what else is uh, very exciting is one of the things that I absolutely love on the show. We're about to do an unboxing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Although okay. it's actually like an unziplocking, <laughs> which I'm even Unzip. more excited about. <laughs> uh, an unbagging. Uh, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> we got a uh, an illustrious gift from uh, the flock this time around for obviously the uh, Ford Usually Madison clubs send supporters. Us gifts, but this is actually from the supporters. Yeah, I mean, no, we get gifts from every. Look, we accept gifts from uh, anyone. Oh okay? yeah, from no, multinational corporations uh, to uh, you know, some dude on the street, dictators. <laughs> Send us a gift. We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, uh, but no, shout out to uh, the Fort Madison uh, flock. Oh, I had it upside down. There you Hilarious. go. Hilarious. Boom. 
Uh, we got a we got a patch, we got a koozie, a bunch of stickers, which is super cool. And this is what I love about Fort Madison in general is that they're uh, their supporters group. Obviously, the team hasn't been around that long, um, but they are very very inclusive, LGBT. Uh, we got an anti look anti racism sticker. Let's uh, go. You know, Featherstone uh, 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 flamingos as well, uh, which which highlights the the black supporters in the group. A bunch of them. Uh, the late. Lady Mingos, we got them all. This is great. So I love the uh, appreciate the support. We got a shirt and a scarf there. Look how nice this scarf is, though. Yeah, like if is. you saw this at at the mall, you pay. You'd be like, yeah, I, I'm gonna get <laughs> mom, that. Mom, buy me one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we're going to the mall with our moms, dude. <laughs> okay, and I will make a scene yeah. in the store if you do not. Your mom's buy me like, one. we have one at home. No, we don't. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much. So shouts to uh, the but the, also the yo block. check out this jacket, dog. Yeah, you, Alexis, you got a jacket. Yeah, I think it's because they don't make a lot of stuff in XXL, but they got like it. it. Look at this. Look at the artwork. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is incredible. Yeah, so thank you so much. Shout out to uh, the flock. Thank you. So this was sent to us by Andrew Schmidt. Uh, and I just want to read the letter real quick. It says, Alexis and Christian, thanks uh, for the laughs uh, and all uh, all you do for so- the soccer community. Hope to hang uh, in Madison once all this COVID mess is over. Andrew and the Flock fam. Thank you so much, Andrew. Beautiful. Appreciate. Uh, thank you. We, we, yeah, we are huge fans of Ford Madison, the Ford Madison supporters. Uh, so thank you uh, for supporting us as well. Uh, all right. We have Heems coming up, uh, everybody. Uh, uh, rapper Heems. Uh, so come right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break it with a word from one of our sponsors, us, and us, technically the- you. <laughs> <laughs> the Cooligans uh, have now gotten into the mask game. Okay, right. We are big mask that's the business we're in baby <laughs> look if you want to get obviously everybody you need a mask wear a damn mask uh if you want to get over this dumb pandemic that is ruining all our lives uh right. but so we, we we decided you know what let's make one and i think it'll be kind of cool uh if it has the cooligans logo on it it also says stay safe and stay gully right on it you'll be the freshest gulliest mask wearer in uh in the world uh, everybody so at, sure- everybody at that wegmans or wherever you go in <laughs> as they're dragging some maskless karen out and you walk past them wearing this will be like whoa <laughs> yeah you're just like you with your with your cool against mask you're just gonna be like couldn't be me okay? nah fam i'm staying gully and safe and here's the best part 100% of the proceeds is going to go to charity. We are, we are, uh, I guess, doing a collaboration with South Bronx United. Uh, they help the community in the South Bronx. They have a soccer academy. They do educational classes. They had a journalism class that uh, Christian and I spoke at, and they were like, who are these two? They're not journalists. We know more than them. And I'm like, yep. oh, the dar- <laughs> these kids say the darndest things. Uh, and also, they help out the community where they hand out masks. Uh, they, they do a lot of legal help for uh, a community that could use all of those things. And we absolutely love all those things. We grew up in similar communities, so we wanted to give back. So 100% of the proceeds of this mask goes to that. And in fact, Upper 90, who is teamed up with us and is making the mask, actually gave us an even better deal so we could give even more to charity. So exactly. this would mean a lot to us if you would purchase this. Even if you didn't need an extra mask, it's worth having one, especially one that's as gully as this. Exactly. So, you know, if you don't need one, give it to you. Give it to your child. Okay. Right. They, they could use a nice gully mask while they're Put one on your learning. puppy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so pick one up. You can, you can get 
Get them at SoccerCooligans.com. They are from Upper 90. They're a high-quality mask. They, 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 you can wear them for a long time. They're really comfortable. Uh, highly recommend it. Even if you, again, even if you don't need one, all the proceeds do go to charity. Uh, so it, you'll, you'll be supporting a very good cause in South Bronx United. Uh, so, again, go. You can see the, the description. The link will be in the, the description of this podcast episode. Uh, or you can just go right to SoccerCooligans.com, and the link will be there as well. So pick up a mask today. Hi, baby. We're back on the Cooligans Living Room FC, and uh, this is an absolute honor. Christian, we were talking a little bit off air about how, you know, we're in comedy, but we kind of have met this dude before. Kind of loosely, at least been in, in his presence. Correct. Yeah. And uh, when it came to when I when I started doing stand up, uh, I saw this dude at a, a lot of comedy shows. He would be like the, the you know, uh, the, his group would be the the, the musical act at, on, on a lot of these shows. So, right. And uh, we're like, yo, get out of our lane, bro. Yeah. I, was, I was a comedy groupie for some time. Well. I don't like that term, but I, I was around. Okay. Well, All you right, can hear his voice if you want to know who, who who's talking in the background. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, no, we didn't even introduce you, bro. Look at him jumping in our lane again. Uh, no, this dude, absolutely hilarious. Uh, I mean, uh, incredible rapper. You might know him from Das Races. You might know him from uh, his mixtape, Nehru Jackets. Um, also, the two mixtapes they dropped, what was Shut Up, Dude, and Sit Down, Man, were both said at the debate. Uh, <laughs> by, by, uh, so it's cool that you got a plug uh, during the debate. Um, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only Queens rap legend. Himon Shuheem Surrey, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heems, what's good, man? What's going on? Uh, dude, I honored uh, to have you on the show. Like I was uh, saying up top, you are a, a familiar face. I would see you uh, regularly at, at comedy shows. Uh, so Das Racist. If people may not be aware or they, maybe they do not remember, uh, obviously the, 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 the hit song at the time was Combination Pizza Hut and Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Th- yeah. This was a took took Brooklyn by storm. Okay. Everybody <laughs> lost their minds when, when this uh, track came out. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, Das racist was, uh, became more popular. More people knew about you. What was the, uh, so I'm, I'm curious about just like that, that connection. Cause I know one of, uh, uh, the members, uh, Ashok Kandabalu, uh, is related is the brother of Hurry Kandabala, who's a, a friend of ours who yep. I've done. He's a stand-up comedian, done shows with him. And, and then, so I'm, I'm assuming that was the connection. Ashoka was, was the door into comedy. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, it was, it was interesting because we also saw, like I saw Hari being his younger brother's best friend from high school, you know, how he kind of progressed in comedy and, um, you know, through him, I guess we would start going to shows and start meeting people, but we also kind of had our own banter on. But some of the funniest shit I've seen Ari do was just like hanging out at his house, you know, uh, with his brother, with his mom around, like watching sports on mute, doing impressions of, you know, what they might be saying and stuff. And so that was like 15, no, I want to say like 20 years ago, maybe. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and, you know, I think we were talking about this a little bit before about how athletes kind of want to be like uh, musicians, musicians want to be athletes. But those worlds of like comedy and music and even sports now have been kind of, you know, intermingling for a while. So it's cool that, you know we get to kind of reconnect like this, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, you know, the the process of being on stage is something that unless you do it often, no one else really understands. So I think that's where some of the camaraderie between comedians and musicians come from is the fact that you're in front of an audience that's 
entertained by what you're doing. We're hopefully, if we're doing it correctly, are in front of an audience that's entertained by what we're doing. So like it, it ticks off in our brain that we want to be there. But of course, like every comedian, I would love to grab a mic and just drop bars. You know what I mean? Not even have to tell the jokes <laughs> when when you guys weren't necessarily considered a comedic act, but you had comedy was a big part of or being funny or being sarcastic, ironic, silly in a way was kind of a part of the draw of Das Racist and a lot of the music that I think you you've sort of inspired, especially with that group. Was that always conscious or that's just, that was your banter. That was just who you guys were. Yeah. I mean, that was just kind of how we came up. I mean, me and Ashok in high school, you know, in New York, it's I always just kind of had a weird sense of humor about race and the shit that we had seen. And it was a lot of times using humor to kind of deflect from, from other shit uh, going on. And so that kind of is how our just like comedic taste and style developed. And when it came to like, recording in a booth it was kind of like a little bit of that green room banter before a comedy show you know when it's going well when it's like you like the people there not when it's like shut the fuck up i'm trying to like you know get in my zone (laughs) and stuff but you know it was about bringing that kind of like banter to a record you know like performative kicking it whether that's watching sports or making your friends laugh or throwing bars around yeah, you guys were uh, – the shows I had uh, been to uh, were always super fun. Uh, I, I'm curious about what was what was your life like at the time? I mean, what was it like to have a hit oh song, right? To have a hit song. <laughs> yeah, viral, basically. Because this viral. was like one of the first this was like 20, viral hits that I like remember. 2009, 2010. I, I forgot exactly when uh, – It was you guys and a cat playing the piano. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those are, is, yeah, we're talking mega hits. This is OG meme shit, I suppose, now. Where, where it's like, I don't understand the way young people use memes. And I'm like, I think I invented one of these motherfuckers back <laughs> yeah, in the day. Yeah, I but might like, be involved though, here. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, it was a terrible experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, but is that is that the Queens you? Because this is the thing about Queens dudes. It's like Queens dudes hate being pulled out of Queens. You know what I mean? Like It's like, oh, it was terrible because now people want me to be in Manhattan and doing shows when I just yeah, want to go to I want to go to you know whatever get a square at Rose's Pizza you know I just want to hang out in my crib and do weirdo shit man I don't need to be yeah. going out and doing this but it, it, it was it was just a weird way to get into an industry that was already having like a, a weird understanding of like what rap meant at that time and you had like labels not signing people because they wore skinny jeans or you know how many label meetings I went into where they just scratched their heads like what is this and you know I think fans and journalists um kind of got it a little more but it was definitely a weird way to to bring yourself into like a a medium you actually respect and stuff um because it was so nonchalant but i think the people that got it got it and for what it was and like when it was and the other songs that came of it it was it was hard (laughs) (laughs) you you kind of opened the door for and maybe you weren't the only one but there seems to be like you guys were a part of the oh you don't have to be so hood to be a rapper kind of sort of mentality where you could be, I don't want to say emo, but you could share your thoughts on whether it be somewhat more geopolitical stuff or how you feel. Did you, is that, was that significant for Yara to do that? I mean, is it because y'all were like, look, we're Indian dudes from Queens. Well, one of the dudes was Latino from San Francisco. Right. Yeah. But like, so Cuban. you're like Cuban. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yo, yeah, that's that Afro Cuban. Yeah. Dallas, that's my grandmother. All right. So, all right, cool. So I'm related to Dust Racist. I didn't even know that. Sure. Though. Let's go. <laughs> but, like, when you did that, like, you started out, you were kind of, like, somewhat adjacent to the hip-hop of that time. Was that a conscious decision by y'all to be like, look, we're just going to go this other way, or is that just who y'all were? 
No, I mean, I think it was kind of who we were and also just like who was willing to work with us. We were around people in Williamsburg that made like mostly indie rock and kind of, you know, came out of that a little on the first record. The second record, we got people like Boy Wanda and, and um, you know, Scoop DeVille and LP and stuff to produce on. So that, you know, I think let let us kind of get to more people. But yeah, I think back then I, I, I would say there was a conversation on authenticity, like how quote unquote hood you have to be to rap. And I think... You know, we probably lived more in the layer of like internet than necessarily hood or suburb or, you know, class. And I think that's something you see a lot more in rap now and why like, you know, rappers from the hood rap about like anime and, you know, video games and stuff where you wouldn't have seen that. Um, so I think it's just a progression of like what people consider their locality to be, you know, how globalized your locality is like, you know, Drake making Commonwealth music from Canada Britain, you know, that's his locality yeah. for some rappers. It's the internet for some rappers. It's your block. And so I think it's just kind of, it's a continuously like changing thing. Yeah. yeah. Rap, rap in a couple of years is just going to be like, yo, it's, good. it's dope to be a virgin. Stop <laughs> having sex with people. Like, Damn, dude, you come. Totally the other way. <laughs> oh, you having sex? Nah, so, man. Nah. That's, that's so 2010. That, that's just Kanye West in 2020, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you, know? you know, this is a soccer show, so we have to uh, discuss your your introduction to soccer. I, told, I personally don't know. I know that you are I've seen photos. You supporting Arsenal. You supporting uh, you know NYCFC. Uh, what has been? Let's start with Arsenal. How did how did that happen? How did you choose uh, Arsenal? And how long have you really been uh, focusing on the sport? Uh, yeah, the sports I would say gets less new to me, like more and more, but it's still new to me. You know, I yeah. like the stages for me of like understanding the way leagues work or understanding like what offsides means versus like what actual structures mean slowly have begun to kind of happen. But I came into Arsenal like at Wenger out and, yeah, uh, yeah. and now I'm here. So it's like the strangest <laughs> time to, you know, be a supporter. 20 and, years straight with the same manager. And you're like, you know, we gotta, we gotta get more consistent with these managers. <laughs> get him out. it's quite rocky uh at the moment but uh no that that is dope i mean the we always talk about the the uh when it comes to soccer especially even in new york uh with the with the comedy community nobody respects it nobody has much they don't care about it if you hear comedians talking about the sport they're making fun of it um every I'm once curious. in a while a comic pulls us aside say yo i'm into soccer too they like gotta whisper it they're like afraid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be like out of the soccer fans you're like um, and you're like john oliver i know <laughs> yeah, yeah you talk about it all the time bro yeah. <laughs> what about the i'm I'm curious about the, the hip-hop community if there is any real overlap is there any bit has there been any uh, arsenal is an interesting club because uh when it comes to uh the, the, let's say the hip-hop community the black community the, the grime uh community in right. uh in england it is that's that's the cool thing and the, a, a thing i i respect about arsenal is that the 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 fan base is wildly diverse maybe more than almost any other club in the in the premier league i'm not 100 percent right. certain but that's that's what it's sort no, of i'll feels let you like say that I'll let you, i will hold that <laughs> yeah i think i think part of it for me was also like i went to school a little bit and studied at a school called soas that was like um, in Russell Square, School of Oriental and African Studies. And so it was pretty much 
not too far. Then I lived for like two months in Highbury New Park. And then I lived like somewhere in N5 a little bit and slowly began to like look around, see who my friends in London were and was like, okay, yeah. So if I have to choose a team, like it's, it's this one. But yeah, prior yeah. to that, when I went to school, there it was 2005. I remember like I hung out with South Asian kids that didn't care about sports and like artist kids that did drugs. And there was one dude in the hall and he liked Chelsea and I already felt so guilty for being a Yankees fan that, like, from Queens, that, that was, I can't support another rich club that just, like, buys their way to success and, like, yeah, ride yeah. the wave. So I'm glad, <laughs> in retrospect, I was like, I'm going to put this on hold, put it on ice for 10 years, and then, okay. you know, decide to choose my club. Yeah. Dude, being a Yankees fan from Queens, I don't know how to explain that to other people except yeah. to say, imagine being a Jets fan in Boston. You know what I mean? Or the opposite. <laughs> imagine being a New England fan in, like, in a Jets house. It's like, or a, a Yankees fan at Red Sox, in, like, in Boston. It's like, you can't. Like, you're not allowed. No, not unless you grow up with, like, 18 cousins, and they're all Mets fans. And it's, like, 1996, and you're like, wow. <laughs> I kind of like winning, you know, like, this is dope. <laughs> yeah. I've already like acknowledged. I've already, I understand I'm the black sheep at 11. So yeah. like, why not just dive in right now and enjoy the next like eight years, you know? Actually, yeah. let me ask you about this because we talk about this all the time being comedians and doing a, a soccer podcast that becomes a TV show, which is after being comedians for over 10 years, we finally have a little respect from our parents or our family. <laughs> I have a single mother who has been begging me to be a lawyer since <laughs> I was a child. What did what did your family say when you were like, yo, we're doing this rap thing and we got a song about a store that's two you know, <laughs> food shops in one? I, I, I think people in my family still think I sang songs like I was yeah, yeah, a singer, yeah. like Bollywood you know? type, you know, and then, and then when like rap kind of started popping off in Bollywood a little bit, like, you know, three years later, like my relatives in India would be like, Oh, rapper, like same yeah. haircut, you know? Oh like, yeah. <laughs> same haircut. Um, yeah. But I mean, they've been supportive at times when it's good for me. It's also just like a difficult career. Y'all know, like being on the road and being up there and performing and stuff. So I think my parents are also cognizant of like the difficulties that a career like this could, you know, have. And um, like, I don't even know right now in terms of like, yeah, in terms of like uh, music, like what I'm doing with it right now, I'm kind of like, you know what? You were right, mom. Shit, I should have been a pharmacist. <laughs> like, Man, that's usually that. That's really you know. Ben did like Beckham didn't end that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah. <laughs> she she was right. In, in we gotta hit him with a to be continued so that you you win in the end. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I, look, I'm fine with my movie. I know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's like we you know we have Indian friends and we we've like uh, uh, we know the pressure, especially from Indian Indian families, Indian parents. The the expectations are are so high. So that usually when you hear uh you know I'm a, i want to be a rapper even like for me i'm doing comedy my family in dominican republic thinks that comedy is a, a, like a man dressing up as a a, a woman and doing and falling silly, on like, a musical, stage yeah, falling yeah. Out, like just weird stuff so the, the just my mother tells hear- people i'm still looking for work and that's not <laughs> a joke that's not even a joke <laughs> no it's, it's good to, to to see that I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's been both ways. Like I said, I mean, there's ups and downs of it. I think the support is just there for like when it's good for me and, and when it when it is. But um, yeah, it wasn't necessarily easy. Like I said, I mean, they have expectations from there. Like the other aunties are the ones that they got to think about what are they oh, saying yeah. and stuff. And right, there's right, no right. doubt about it. My cousins are all like pharmacist, engineer, doctor. And I'm over here like rapping about like 
dumplings and shit, you know? <laughs> and on top of that, like, I don't even get to do, like, the seamless ads where the guy raps about food for, like, a half an hour. That, if that one person should have gotten that damn job, it should have been me. I'm very upset about it. Okay. You could do, yeah. oh, we got to do an ad for, like, Singer's Pizza. It's, like, too, oh. it's too perfect, you know what I mean? Wait, what's, what's that? Say, what, Singer's what that? Pizza is this fire uh, Indian-style pizza place where it's three pizzas. They're $5 each. You get one topping on each. It's a really sweet dough. It's like an enriched dough, but it's fire, dude. If you're if you're drinking a little bit, you got twenty five dollars. You got like four pies from Singers. <laughs> this is yeah. This is and, and they got them now. I think in Williamsburg, they're out on Long Island. But this is it wasn't even an Indian thing initially. I think it's an Ecuadorian dude that made it, and it was on Main Street in Flushing. And Indian families in Flushing would just pack to go there for these small like twelve inch pizzas. And yep. then I think an Indian dude poached away the guy from Flushing. They started Bell Rose Pizza. And that was like, then they started putting Indian shit on the pizza. But nobody <laughs> wanted that. They just wanted like the old thing. But yeah. we could get into food talk as well. I think yeah, you know, yeah. so much. Well, we'll do it. Yeah, because uh, which we call I remember the singer's pizza I used to go to is when I went to college in Jersey City. There was one on Newark Ave, oh. which is like little India right there. Yeah. And you would go in and be like, what's the famous pizza? And everyone in there would get three onion and pepper pizzas it's like yeah. i don't want to try nothing else and they're like nah fam we know what we like let's go it was go. like when we found beans at taco bell and like vegetarian indians were like we don't need to go anywhere else no? <laughs> <laughs> i'll take a doritos logo tacos filled with, with beans let's yeah. do this <laughs> let's go when when you look at soccer do you see because like christian mentioned it like grime and uh, british hip-hop is kind of making soccer kind of cool like i i remember i was in atlanta we were waiting in line to go to magic city and there was a dude with a manchester united kit and i was like yo fire kit and he's like everyone keeps telling me about this shirt he's like i don't even know what it is it's just a dope drip and i was like I'm, i just came here to see booty i'm getting all these compliments <laughs> damn son i was expecting them to clap not people to clap for my shirt you know <laughs> but like when when now that i'm seeing this and it's like Soccer jerseys have always been, to me, like the dopest things to wear casually in sports. NBA jerseys, you can't really. NFL jerseys, you can't. Soccer, all. You could wear them all casually. They look fire. Do you think that's a part of why, like, the hip-hop community is being drawn more to, to soccer? Yeah, I think it's also just like you said, it's kind of more international. And we live, like I was talking about rap and like locality, we live in a more international world. I mean, you're hearing grime music living in New York and, you know, you're watching teams that are in Italy and it all kind of just begins to, to blend, I think, uh, what is what happens with like culture. So, um, but yeah, the jerseys are a big part of it, especially like um, stuff like this, like the Korea 2002 World Cup kit, you know? Oh, yeah, we noticed. Is. We noticed the drip. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, drip, drip, drip is it. I'd say, like, COVID pretty much drip and donations is where the uh, unemployment <laughs> checks have gone. Yeah, 100%. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bail funds and drip. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, looking at <laughs> – look, you mentioned Sty. Uh, Stuyvesant High School is – there's so there's millions of famous people with stories about Sty. Whether their friends were there, producers they met there, athletes. You traveled very far to go to Stuyvesant, but like, did that? Is that where some of the maybe the inspiration of Wanna Rap came, uh, came from? Because it seems like such a a hotbed for creative activity. Well, and and before you even answer, so I, I'm from Brooklyn, and and Stuyvesant was the 
the really upper echelon smart kids school where we're like, yo, you know, like you were intimidated. Oh, you, went to Stuyvesant. <laughs> yeah. you, you were intimidated when you met somebody from LaGuardia there. is the, oh, they trying to get into Juilliard. Stuyvesant <laughs> is like, oh, they trying to get into Harvard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say Stuyvesant like, uh, fostered any creativity in, in me outside of like math and science. Um, so uh, the hotbed was probably Wesleyan, like where I was around other musicians who were, you know, doing stuff like that. But if I didn't grow up in New York, if I didn't go from like out there in Queens to Tribeca every day, I mean, if I didn't see, you know, Nas stickers in the basketball court, like in the neighborhood, I, I probably wouldn't have rapped. So I don't know if it was Stye, but it was definitely Queens being this outsider, insider kind of thing that Queens people end up being. Um, but yeah, tech tech kids kind of hated us because after 9-11, we had to take their school for like uh, a month or so. And we, like they had to come in at 8 a.m. And we had to come in at like 2 p.m. So they were always like angry at us, which in retrospect is like pretty mean because we went through a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it would always just be like arguments. At, I think there was there was a Kennedy or Crown mm-hmm. Fried Chicken nearby. This is like 2001. But uh, but yeah, it was interesting being around y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the uh what one of you mentioned uh, some musical got influences well we have uh we have gully squad which is our we should also talk about the word gully right look at because the shirt we, christian's wearing i'm wearing the shirt. My, my shirt says gulliest on it obviously gully right. is a you know we we've been doing this show a long time and and a lot of our listeners are not from New York, and they're just like they hear gully. They're like, "What the hell are these like, guys even our talking about?" Stay safe and stay gully. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and gully, uh, as New Yorkers, we all know like obviously what it means. But gully definitely has a uh, there's a like a, a Indian kind of background to it, right? Because uh, there's like a movie called Gully. Gully about- boy. Gully Boy. Have you heard about this? The, 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 yeah, like, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was yeah, a massive like, hit. It really ruined all of <laughs> <Yeah>. our SEO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, word. Okay. Yeah. That so, makes sense. <laughs> the, so we were talking about just about, um, yeah, yeah, the, 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 that, that sort of background about it. But we had a question from uh, Jim Anolius, who is in Gully Squad, and he, uh, that, which is our supporters group. And he asked, uh, who are your biggest musical influences? Obviously, uh, you know, when, when it comes to, you already mentioned Nas and, and you know, I, I, I'm I imagine we should probably share a lot of those same influences, but anybody that stood out? I don't know. I think like um, probably Biggie was a big one just by osmosis and just like the the range of kind of stuff I would do um, maybe voice wise, you know, MF Doom's kind of like approach uh, Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique, um, De La Soul, Chris Paul, um, you know, and then, I think also, like I said, we were hanging out with more like kind of psychedelic rock musicians at the time, too. And so a lot of what we were playing with was, you know, prog rock and like running stuff through tape. And so uh, I don't know. I mean, I like stuff like television and punk as much. We tried to carry some maybe, you know, some of that kind of um, attitude from punk music into what we did. But uh, I really couldn't tell you. I mean, I feel like for Das Racist, Wonder Chosen was more of an influence than anything musically, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, it's something that changes. You'll find yourself create something, and then later you'll be like, "Oh, that sounds kind of like this." But a lot of it works through osmosis. You know, nobody goes on stage and tries to be like a comedian that they heard, or even realizes like, "Oh, 
that's weird that this thing kind of made it into there, you know? Yeah. yeah it's like a lot of times you'll see a comic riff something and the punchline will be like, ba 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 And I'm like, yo, you know, you just David held up there. Like you did the same cadence he would have done back in the day. And they're like, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. You know, it's funny how like your influences just sneak in sometimes. Yeah, the uh, uh, we had another question from Felix Balai. Uh, what were uh, and I'm curious about this too. What were your craziest maybe musical experiences? Any crazy shows? Any somebody you met? Like how 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 wild did it get with with Das Racist? I mean, uh, the you know up until it's weird because Das Racist broke up. I did my solo thing. I traveled around Asia a lot. I played across like China, Korea, Japan, India. Malaysia. I played in Kathmandu. That was weird. That was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even up until like 2017 with Sweatshop Boys, you know, we did Colbert Show, we did Coachella. So it's been a lot of just weird things. For me, I think the traveling was just the best part of it. Um, Romania, just these pockets of the world that I would have never gone to, you know, if it wasn't for this music I made. But, you know, playing Carnegie Hall is probably weird. Yeah. Okay. That's fire. Yeah, man. We were having yeah. a conversation once, and I mentioned an old Cuban jazz musician, and you were like Arturo's dad, and I was like, "Yeah, he does have a kid named <laughs> Arturo." I'm like, "How do you know that?" You're like, "Yo, I played with Arturo in like a twenty piece band or some crazy shit like that." Yeah. Like, and I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I mentioned this obscure, pretty popular, but now obscure Cuban jazz musician, and you're like, "I know his kid played with him." And <laughs> it's also, because it's like so much fun to do like improvised jazz stuff when you're like doing the same kind of rap thing for a long time and so like i haven't made music in a while so right now it's more about improv and stuff like that in a way that you guys are maybe used to you know just kind of riffing in that way instead of like the way i used to that's okay. awesome we also have a question from brendan creed uh, another member of gully squad <laughs> i don't know what the last thing i said means after i said it, <laughs> but I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep having more coffee Bro, it was bars dude that's what it was <laughs> Uh, he wants to know how you became an Arsenal fan, but you mentioned that. But he also asked, uh, do you have a favorite soccer player? And what soccer players do you think do a fake Patois? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Besides Drake, who's not a soccer player. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which ones do a fake Patois. Um, but I will say, you know, Hector Bellerin is uh, one of my favorites. He, he, I don't know if it's a Patois. He has an accent I find to be very uh, yeah, interesting yeah. Uh, and endearing. No, no, that dude, that dude is from straight up North London. Yo, he know? is, <laughs> he, he is a Spaniard dropped in North London. <laughs> yeah. It's so, his accent is like, nah, no fam. It's like very odd. <laughs> I love the way that happens in England that like your home accent will really blend into a, a, a more local language and like yeah uh, you know like shabadi g from london doing like houndsley versus someone from india doing an accent like out of this neighborhood you know right um it's, but they're yeah. very regional yeah it's hard to do a queens versus brooklyn accent unless you're a police officer and then you're trained to do both so everybody's <laughs> yeah. <to> their friend <laughs> yeah i want to also say Ainsley Maitland Niles because of the bird shit. I mean, I like birds, right? You know, yeah. I'm, I'm into birding. You know, it's, I made a song uh, called uh, Birding. Uh, so, you know, seeing the bird catcher, just like the way they're drawn to him, that's an energy that I could really appreciate. So those two, <laughs> and they, I hope that they both stick around, <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> okay. If y'all yeah. don't know, there's like a very funny video of them just traveling around and they're crossing a bridge and a bird 
birds just sort of are attracted to Ainsley Maiden Niles, but like in a very relaxed way, like there <laughs> he's their leader. It's a very odd, it's a very <laughs> odd moment. I haven't seen this. I got to check this out. It's yeah. incredible. <laughs> All right. Another show in the books. A hot one. Thank you so much, Heems, for joining us. Everybody, just make sure uh, support and uh, listen to Heems' music on spotify you can find you can still find das racist on on spotify so definitely check out uh his work and and show some love Bahims, is there anything you want to let people know about uh before we sign off uh no i have nothing to say nothing to plug i'm just gonna be <laughs> hanging out watching soccer do what he said you could stream Heems on Bandcamp, but don't look for me on social media don't try to talk to me I'm just, uh, <laughs> hanging out just focusing on watching soccer just leave me alone. Okay, look at that. He's going to have watching. soccer fans looking for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in my bunker watching oh, no. Peacock TV. No, leave me alone. Tottenham uh, fans are going to be like, why'd you choose Austin Oh, blood? God, no. What have I done? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, shout out to him. Thank you so much, man. We, we appreciate the, uh, you joining us on the show. Yeah, uh, everybody, man. make sure you follow at Soccer Cooligans on all social media platforms platforms uh hit us up on twitch follow us on twitch we do a lot of fun stuff there twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans uh, and make sure you follow at fubo sports and subscribe to the fubo sports youtube channel for full episodes of the program yep, yep. Uh, all right teams let us end the show the way we normally do as is tradition uh on the cooligans so for teams my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerreros and together what are we the, the cooligans, cooligans!